Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome back, everyone. I am uh, very excited about our lineup today and especially our next guest who is joining us from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Wesley Belden is the CEO of a company called Waffle. And at first I thought it was Waffle House, but I thought, no, that can't be it because they're everywhere down there. But it's not Waffle House. It's Waffle. And Waffle is a social media branding software that allows brands to take control of their social media and use it to better market to customers on their brand's websites. And you know, these days you got to be on you got to be online. You got to be mobile, you got to be on the internet. You got you have to have your brand out there uh going to the public at all times. So, uh, Wesley's going to tell us all about that. Wesley, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Bill. It's great to to be here. How are y'all doing this morning? Doing real well, thank you very much. And and I love Nashville. My son is actually lives down in Nashville and and plays some music down there. So uh, I'm very pleased to have you on the show. And uh, I want to hear all about what you're doing with with Waffle. So tell us a little bit about you and your background before we get into that. Uh, so actually, I have kind of a uh, a, a very varied background. Um, my my formal education was in sociology and chemistry. Uh, from that, I went into the financial world. Uh, I was working as a financial analyst uh, while getting my MBA in the evenings. Um, Once I received my MBA, I went to work for a consulting firm down in Florida. I did that for a few years and then decided it was time to, you know, take a crack at running my own company. Uh, And that's when I moved up to Nashville and uh, started Waffle. That's kind of the uh, the short beginning, but uh, I've seen kind of a lot of different angles of of the business world as well as some of the uh, science and mathematics. Yeah, you came in through the, the financial side door. And so what was the need that you saw existed when you started Waffle? Uh, well, I found myself in the market for a new car uh, very abruptly. Uh, and I'm very used to buying things on Amazon. And Amazon is very good at helping you search for a product. You look at the description and the price, and then ultimately you transact based on customer reviews. Uh, the, first cha- the first two channels of information are very well represented on auto manufacturers' websites. But that third silo of information where you actually hear from people that are driving these cars or interacting with this brand is basically unrepresented on almost every single auto manufacturer's website. So I remember thinking to myself, well, if I click on this Facebook icon, it's going to take me away to a place where somebody that actually drives this car is going to be talking about it. So I click on Facebook, and I'm not exaggerating here. I was on Facebook for 15 seconds before my buddy Ryan shoots me a message and says, hey, you know, let's go grab a beer. So Ryan comes to pick me up because, you know, I have a car. Uh, and I asked Ryan, how do you like this car? And he says, I love it. It's fast. It's got all the technology I want. Chicks dig it. Uh, I bought that car because of an interaction that, that another auto manufacturer sent me away to have. And I remember thinking about that and how, how dumb that seemed to me, that they would send me away from their website where I could schedule a test drive and then not be able to control my interaction with their brand on Facebook. That's where Waffle came from. That was the genesis, to bring that content, that really, really great user-generated content, and have it live on your brand's webpage where you can control my interaction. Uh, so, so we're basically bringing back to the website 
so that people don't have to leave that website. We're bringing back comments, contents, um, all the different things that are being said about that kind of an, an integrated platform. Is that it? You got it. And uh, basically a brand can go out to the social space, find the content that they're putting out there or the content that others are saying about them. Or basically anything that's in the social space, they can pick and choose that content they want their customers to see embedded in their website. And that way you never send me away from your brand's webpage to that social content. Social media is really valuable for bringing customers to your website or, you know, kind of giving you that well-rounded brand, you know, vision but if I hit your website first, that's where you want to keep me. I've explicitly oh, yeah. said that I'm, I'm interested in doing business with you. Keep me there. Never send me away. Oh, and yeah, absolutely. That's what, most, that, that's what most brands are doing these days. So is, is this kind of in the form of what, what is commonly called a widget kind of a thing? Uh, that, that's right. It's, uh, it's an embeddable widget, and uh, okay. kind of the magic that controls what pulls into this widget is – our, uh, our customer-facing dashboard. So there's kind of two sides of it. There's uh, the part of Waffle that our customers see, and then there's the part of Waffle that our customers' customers see on their website. Uh, and through our dashboard, you get to pick and choose and control what gets pulled into that widget and how it gets pulled in. So if somebody's having a bad run, say, with, <laughs> with Yelp, maybe they got somebody that's really aggravated and really noisy about it. They can they can choose to pull that until it calms down or something like that. Is that is that what we're getting at here? That's correct. Or they can choose just to pull specific uh, specific Yelp reviews at that point or specific reviews on onto their website. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to pull 100 percent of what comes into these channels. You can pick and choose the best of oh. that content, the content that you think is going to help your potential customer make a decision. You know, I'm I'm 55, so forgive me, <laughs> Wesley. I'm I'm like on the front edge of all of this technology stuff, kind of going. Okay, I see, I, I understand LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. I don't know if they even understand that. But then there's all these other little <laughs> icons and things out there. When you look at social media, there's like I don't know 50 of them. Do you go out to any and all of those types of things? I know Instagram's really big, you know, but is there like six or seven common ones that, that are 80% of the market? Uh, there's, you know, probably four of them that are 80% of the market, six of them that are probably 95% of the market, 99% of the market. Majority of okay. activity that, you know, surrounds brands is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, every brand has a Google Plus account, but for the most part, almost no interactions or meaningful interactions really happen on that platform. Um, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those are, those are your three really, really big branding ones. And obviously, you know, Pinterest for, for specific brands is really important. Um, and then, you know, you see some activity on Vine, but that's kind of, you know, withering away. Uh, and then it'll be is interesting it? to see what happens. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. I just said, is it withering away on Vine? I was wondering about that one. <laughs> That that pun that pun was intended. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's it's not withering away, but it's kind of going in a uh, a different uh, a different direction where it's really kind of becoming more of an artsy sort of um, um, I guess playground for a lot of people that and a lot of comedians, a lot of you know celebrities will kind of post neat videos out there, and that's you know a lot of the traffic. Uh, brands aren't really you know trying as much as they used to to do compelling content online. Um, they're more more apt to, to find newer newer things to do. Like uh, there was kind of that big thing this past summer where everyone was trying to advertise on 
uh, Snapchat, uh, but that's kind of calmed down a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, like your mainstays, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Google Plus, if you're a B2B company, that's a really great place to kind of aggregate your customers or your business selling another business because they're all on it, but, you know, mostly because they have to be. But but then for consumers, obviously, Yelp has become a, a, a pretty big player in that space. And then Foursquare, is that still around? I don't even know if that one is that found. Foursquare is still Foursquare is still a great player. Um, a lot of the other uh, a lot of the other um, social media um, outlets like Facebook, you know, has the check-in ability. So does Instagram have the geotagging. Um, so that's kind of taken a little bit you know, away from that, hey, you're going to go Instagram, you know, this yeah. beautiful plate of food that you got at this restaurant, you might as well tag yourself there. And actually a lot of restaurants have started uh, rewarding their customers for geotagging themselves in their their restaurant. But, yeah, those, uh, you know, those mm-hmm. those social uh, uh, social platforms, they still very much have a, you know, a, a, a vibrant community. It's just kind of almost self-identified as something something a little different than the mass market. Well, I think the important point, especially for our audience, which is generally age 50 plus business owners, is that sometimes these platforms uh, appeal to consumer that appeal to consumers spring up and very quickly become very important. And a lot of times, like you said, they'll they'll wither away, like in the case of Vine, as they find their their special niche. But sometimes these platforms will spring up. And if you don't, if you're focusing, say, on on Twitter and Yelp. And all of a sudden, something brand new comes up, and there's a lot of activity there, and you're not capturing that, then you're missing out, and that's where uh, Waffle comes in. Is that right? It definitely definitely allows you to kind of be present on on many different places, and then also share content across platforms. If you have a great Facebook content, you can then share that across to different social content or a social platform. Uh, but yeah, absolutely, it lets you be part of the conversation, you know, wherever that conversation is happening. Now, for for most people that uh, that subscribe to you, is it pretty intuitive? They just do it all online and they can figure it out, or do they need to? Do some people need to be talked through what the best platforms they should be thinking about? Do you provide any of that kind of information? Um, you know, we try to make it as intuitive as possible. Uh, we definitely have customers that come through and, and have no problem setting themselves up, uh, but we're always happy to talk to uh, to interested people. We uh, we lo- we love to chat with with new folks and make new friends. So. Uh, we're definitely available if anyone has any questions. It's an interesting concept, and, and um, I guess uh, uh, for a lot of us, especially again in our audience base, our listener base, it, it's it's kind of a mystery how all this stuff. Where does it come from? What market do I serve? And for a lot of consumer products out there, you you better be attuned and in tune to uh, where the next trend is. So where do you see the future of marketing and branding of social media going? Uh, I think it's kind of, you know, being able to have these these different channels and then have them kind of come together to, to produce a holistic brand image. Uh, so it's not, you know, these different channels like social media over here, um, you know, digital media here, uh, case studies here. It's kind of all in one place. So you basically use this location as a resource to fully understand what a brand is about and, and you know, who they are, what it's like to do business with this brand. Uh, it's it, it's really kind of this whole encompassing thing, and, and most brand managers will tell you they love to be able to control every aspect of a customer's interaction. And I think that's the way that it's going, is taking ownership of, 
what has traditionally been, you know, basically outside of the realm or scope of their control and then bringing that back home. Uh, It's kind of interesting to think about, you know, with all this social media and all this content that's out there, you know, brands are beginning to resemble individuals more than they are, you know, your traditional, you know, kind of just big brand or company. I mean, there are people that, you know, will interact with customers one-on-one on Twitter, on Facebook, on all these different channels. They're, you know, they're, they're beginning to, to look like, you know, individuals or entities. You know, when you, when you look at a brand and you see they have 200 Facebook followers, you know, you kind of think, hey, how real can this brand be? You know, they have almost no online presence. They have almost no Twitter followers. They have no content online. And people look at this and they, they use this to make assumptions about a brand. And I think the next step is brands bringing these assumptions or taking control of these assumptions and then putting them into actual content that engenders a real feeling between a potential customer and that brand. Well, well put, very well put. And so uh, how does Waffle uh, align with all this? It sounds to me like now we've got, okay, we've got a, uh, we've got a pie or a pie chart here. And, and, uh, you, before you had some, maybe you had some media buys, you had radio, TV, you might do some, some video based stuff, some commercials and things like that. And now this pie might have, 20 pieces to it and and it we might re- need to recut that pie differently every month to to be in tune with what's going on so how does waffle help our listeners align with this direction that you're talking about well the, the primary uh the primary functioning goal of our product is to basically allow you to you know not remove that conversation from outside sites but to duplicate that conversation from outside sites like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then shift that conversation as need be, but have that that dialogue occur on your brand's page. Basically, on your website, your real estate online, the the last place you want people to go, the first place you want people to go, the last place you want people to go before they transact with your brand. So it basically just allows them to look at this you know, across all these different platforms, see what they look like across all these platforms in one location simultaneously, and then make an assessment about what content they need to start pushing, what they need to start doing better to engender more communication on these platforms. And then ultimately, they can pick and choose what content out there is exactly the conversation they want to be having with potential customers and put that into their website. Excellent. And, you know, and the one key thing you mentioned earlier, the real key is don't let your customer leave your website. Put it all there where they can stay and play on your website, right? You, you got to keep them on that website. That's uh, <laughs> okay. You know that that that's the uh, that's the property that is adjacent to your cash register. The longer you can keep me there, the more likely you are to you know to convert me into a customer. Uh, we've been really excited, you know, with our with our customers. On average, when they embed our content into their website, they have an increase of twenty percent uh, in their visit duration. Uh, so that's been one of our really, really, you know, great metrics that we've seen in our customers is being able to keep people on their website longer, offer them compelling content to interact with, and ultimately spend more dollars. Wesley, we have about four minutes left. Can you tell me about your team and how did you put together and, and who's on your team and, and why are you proud of them? Uh, I'm proud of every single member on our team because every single member of our team is a self-starter. Uh, they, they, they show up at the office every day. They tell me what they're doing every day, and I love that. I don't, I don't want to take the time to tell people, you know, what their job should be doing or where they should be going or how things should be running. Uh, because frankly, if I'm bringing you on the team, it's because I can't do your job. 
Uh, so I've been really excited about everyone that has sought us out here in Nashville. Nashville is such a young go-getter town. Like everyone here wants to take something. They want to own something. They want to they want to knock something out of the park. So we've been really fortunate to kind of build our team here. We've picked up some students from uh, Vanderbilt's graduate school, um, their their business graduate school. Um, Salem Roberts does a lot of our uh, our online marketing content. He writes a lot of our blogs. Um, Michelle Peterson, she does a lot of our branding work. Uh, Scott Hoos does all of our operations. Uh, they're just a great team. Uh, they have a really, really incredible background and history. And, you know, it's, it's a little waffle family here. And we, and, and I, got, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to disclose fully. We go to uh, breakfast at waffle house on a regular basis. I'll bet uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I, I'll bet that, uh, you know, it's so refreshing uh, to come out of the the field you were in and come into this entrepreneurial field and know that you have people that feel entrepreneurial with you along the way. That's just that's a great feeling, isn't it? It's amazing, and you know, everyone everyone you know gives something up to, to work for a startup. Everyone gives you know everyone foregoes something, so they have to believe in the vision. They have to they have to want to own something. They have to want to you know really really fight and and put in the time and put in the thought and. You know, it, it's it's stressful on times, and you know, it, it attracts a certain type of individual, and that's the type of individual that I like to spend time with. Well, what's interesting about your platform is that it cre- it does create a situation where, uh, you know, there's not that many frontiers out there, but you've found some shelf space in this frontier, and it does take some thought to to help people. Um, be in the right place at the right time because they certainly, I would imagine, they would not want to turn on every button uh, that's available to them. Um, I would imagine. Right? It can get it, it can yeah. it can get a little noisy out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can absolutely can. Well, I want to thank you very much. So, how how do our listeners find out more about uh, Waffle? Uh, you can email me at Wesley at WaffleMe.com, or you can visit us at WaffleMe.com. And there's a few buttons there where you can put in, I think, your email address, or you can, uh, at the bottom, there's a uh, a questions just ask button. And basically, any one of those clickable buttons, request a demo, it all kind of will go to our uh, to our team, and we'll reach out to uh, to the, the the sender as quickly as possible. So for our listeners, again, you know, you've got all of these wild horses of social media out there, and they're all running around. And and Waffle at WaffleMe.com, they figured out a way to put a corral around all of this, put it on your website so that your customers don't leave your website. That's that's one of the most important things you can do is keep your customers on your website. Wesley, it's, it's a great idea, and I want to commend you on that, and I want to thank you for joining us. One last question. Have you ever heard of the band Diamond Carter? Diamond Carter. Have you ever heard of the band Diamond Carter? I don't think so. Are they uh, they're a Nashville band here? Yeah, they're a Nashville band. They're a good group of guys. I got to put a plug in for them. My my son plays uh, tenor sax with them, but they're they've got a great sound. Uh, I sure appreciate you coming onto the show, and I I hope that you know I'd like to check back with you in a few months and see how things are going, and learn learn something about your experience here because I think you're really onto something, and I really want to thank you for coming on. Bill, that would be great. I had so much uh, so much fun talking with uh, with you guys and everybody. Uh, on the radio, and uh, we'll make sure that we check out Diamond Carter. <laughs> All right, there's the plug again. I appreciate it. Hey, Wesley, thanks very much. Uh, Wesley Belden from Waffle. Uh, listeners, check it out. Check it out. Go to waffleme.com. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back, so please stay tuned. 
You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 